adjust your picture. This is in fact a hat. And uh, what are we talking about today? So we are talking about real estate today. And yeah, um, I'm, I'm actually doing this. You know, last time you guys have seen me with a cowboy hat, there's a reason for this. Um, we're going to talk about real estate in a second, but here's the tie-in. Why is Neil wearing a hiking hat? Well, this is actually a kayaking hat because some of you who know me know that in a few days, I'm going to be taking off for the Pacific Northwest. And it is a four to five day hiking, kayaking trip. Um, no, uh, no real like civilization per se, no roofs that are not made of some sort of fabric. So, so some interesting stuff going on here too, but this got me thinking. So the Pacific Northwest and my kids, my son in particular this year was learning about manifest destiny. Okay. I'm going to take this off for a sec. Was uh, learning about manifest destiny, 1840s. And again, why real estate? In 1840s, we had this whole, not we, mankind, Americans had this, this vision that we are destined by God to spread throughout the uh, North American continent, out West specifically, and really take over a lot of that and spread capitalism and spread, uh, spread sort of uh, democracy. All right, I got to take this off. I can't do this. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do this for like five days, but I'll report back once, once it's all done. Um, we've always had this obsession with real estate. And in particular right now, bringing it back to the economy, why is real estate so prevalent? Why are there so many people who are concerned with real estate? Well, you couple this, we've got things like, you know, rising inflation, uh, inflation. We've got these really rock bottom interest rates and we've got, um, you know, increased prices. The stock market is not comfortable for a lot of people. Neither is the bond market. So the natural gravitation is to go to real estate. So what I often get is, hey, Neil, and I've been, for some of you who don't know this, I actually practice as a real estate attorney for the early part of my career. Um, I probably did somewhere between, I don't know, 2,500 to 3,500 corporate business real estate transactions. And I've seen real estate done a bunch of different ways. But when I see it happening right now, particularly in, in light of sort of the economy and in light of like the stock market alternatives, I hear, hey, I'm buying real estate, to which I'm going to say, okay. Are you buying it more for the economics or are you buying it for the comfort? It's important to know why you're investing in real estate and also what kind and how do you invest in it? And what's your, again, basic reason for doing it? So often what I'm hearing when I hear that I'm investing in real estate is, you know what? I, I just don't really want to deal with the stock market anymore. And okay. And I get that. Um, obviously, like I said, it's uncomfortable right now, but what you're really saying is what has a higher rate of return? And I think that's something to keep in mind. So some random considerations, but I think all considerations for anybody who's either investing in real estate or thinking about investing in real estate um, at some point in the future, right? So the first is, yeah, you do have to ask yourself, where are you looking for a better rate of return? Google, CVS, McDonald's, all of these companies, do they make more of their money and you have a higher rate of return with Google or the building in which Google is housed. And, you know, it, that might come across as a little bit sort of like abrasive or snarky. But listen, why do we like real estate? We like it because we hate or we fear equities in many cases. We hate or we fear the stock market. And I totally get it. That's where I that's where you start this whole like, are we doing it for the the math, the economics? Or are we doing it for the comfort level? We know that companies earn a higher rate of return, but we can't touch Google. We can't feel uh, Netflix. We can't feel a, a mutual fund or an index fund. 
So with that being said, I mean, we can touch real estate. So there's a comfort level there too, right? But remember real estate, second consideration, real estate is not real estate in the sense that, you know, when you're taking like the Ritz Carlton, it's different than a strip mall in Monroe Township, New Jersey. And that's different than like a uh, golf course uh, up the road on Forest Gate Country Club. All of these things are real estate, but they're all very, very different. So real estate can be a great diversifier. I think if you have a portfolio of financial assets, I actually am a big fan. And personally speaking, our family has invested in real estate. And I think there are pros and cons, sorry, there are benefits associated with it as a wealth preservation tool. But in and of itself, it's hard for the average investor to get enough diversification because are you investing in a strip mall as well as a condo, as well as a co-op in different geographical areas where you're exposing yourself to different investors, uh, sorry, different renters or different buyers of that real estate? And remember, with most, most investments, what are, you, what are you purchasing an investment for? Usually it's one of two things. The first is, I want a stream of income from it. Okay. And the second is, I, I'm buying it at this price, and I think it's going to go up to that price. So you're buying it from an invest, from a, from a uh, appreciation perspective too, right? Are you putting your money to the best possible use? Now, there's also some things, again, another consideration with respect to taxes. Uh, am I going to get the benefit of some depreciation? Well. That's personal. Everybody's going to be a little different about this. And what kind of income do you have to offset the potential losses that you might be able to take from a tax perspective, right? And then a lot of the uh, headline returns of real estate, they're usually dependent on the use of a lot of leverage. That, of course, raises your risk profile. That means you're borrowing money. And if you're borrowing money, just remember, if you all of a sudden have a key tenant or somebody who's in financial failure or the property tanks in value, or something happens and the lender doesn't like lending to you anymore for whatever reason, now you've got a loan that you still have to repay. Um, again, this is not a reason to do it or to not do it, just considerations when you're investing in real estate. Remember that real estate is illiquid. So tomorrow, if we needed to liquidate a bond, a fund, a stock, we can liquid. We can liquidate it. Um, it, it, but real estate, you know, it's not like I can just put it up on eBay, although I think I can put it up on eBay now, but you, it's not like you usually put it up on eBay to get the best value. So it is a little more cumbersome to sell. And then, you know, with respect to some of these, these statements of facts, they're not criticisms. Okay. Um, just in the interest of striking an intelligent balance, because remember, why are you getting involved with real estate? Is it because there's a lack of comfort with the alternatives, which is the actual now, the last thing that I'm going to talk about, and this is, I think, one of the more, most people understand this on an intellectual level, but you still have to understand it. Your home, the house in which you live, if you own that home, it's not an investment. It's a consumption. And from a, the idea that that's going to be a significant growth of capital, um, there's this, uh, this Nobel laureate, Robert Schiller. Since 1945, he basically has looked back and said that the prices of homes have risen at a rate of about 4% per year, 4% per year. So now if you take into account inflation, that real appreciation, it's been around 1% a year. We know that depending on your risk profile, like the average, say, you know, S&P 500, you're probably averaging during that same period of time about 7% a year. I get it. It's nervous. It's scary. It, but generally, what I'm see, what I'm hearing here is it's a lack of comfort and sometimes a lack of education. Now, finally, and I told you, we actually, a family, as a family, invest in real estate too. If you're in a position and you want to invest in real estate, I would suggest you think about the right way to 
invest in that real estate. If you're not the kind of person who at 2 a.m. wants a call from somebody because their toilet isn't flushing or, you know, there's a bat stuck in the attic and it's making a lot of noise or it might be a squirrel or it might be a ghost. If you're not the kind of person who wants that call from a tenant, maybe real estate isn't for you. But there are ways to participate in real estate. There might be a REIT, a real estate investment trust. There might be a real estate fund. There might be um, partnerships or close sales. So you might want to look at that too and see. But um, again, real estate, people will say it's not volatile. It's not volatile because it's not valued every day. This, I promise, is the last thing. Why do we think stocks are up and down and up and down and up and down? Because they are. And because there's all this information out there that tells us what the price is selling at today and selling at tomorrow. Your real estate is not volatile because it's so illiquid. It's not being valued every day. And man, I I, I hope that doesn't come because that doesn't come a day when when there is sort of a market for real estate like that because it's, it's going to be a little messy. But um, okay, so assuming I don't get eaten by a bear, Assuming that I don't get eaten by a whale, I will see everybody back next week. If you enjoyed this video, if this provided value, please like, follow, comment. I appreciate everybody who's reaching out to me week to week. I appreciate uh, those of you who are giving me ideas for topics as well, too. It tells me what's on your mind. Be safe, be well, be kind. Enjoy the rest of these, this, these beautiful spring days before we get into that super hot weather. And if anybody knows why every spring just about every one of my sprinkler heads is broken, please reach me out to me and let me know because that's a mystery of life I'm not going to be able to speak to. All right, guys, be well, be safe. See you next week. Bye now.